Welcome back. If you are just tuning in, this is a part of the show called The Uncanny Roundup, a personal favorite, where callers share the strangest and most amazing paranormal events that cannot be explained by conventional means. What image is conjured when you hear the word gnome? Do you think of an adorable little man dressed in a blue waistcoat and a red hat? Some companion to Tinkerbell and her winged friends, perhaps. In Ireland, the older generations would call creatures like this the good folk, not because of wish-granting or magic dust, but because they were afraid of drawing their attention or their revenge. In fact, many of the old stories are far from cute. I once heard the story of a hunchback who was healed by the fae, but when he didn't thank them enough, they cursed him by returning not one, but two humps to his back. Tonight's caller found out the hard way how bad the good folk can really be. Let's take a listen. Uh, hi. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm a little nervous. So this happened to me when I was seven. Right after my parents divorced, my mother moved to a smaller house farther from the center of town. It was a tough time for both of us. The house was old and small, but it had this kind of charm to it, and the backyard ended at the woods. I wasn't allowed to go in very far. I had to keep the house in sight. But the small creek that ran through it provided hours of entertainment. Life was just starting to return to a predictable rhythm when I saw the thing. I had grown up on the schmaltzy animated version of fairies, elves, and gnomes. They were sweet, small, adorable creatures that made shoes and taught small British children to fly. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, it was a gray day, and I was playing boats by the creek, uh, raising sticks against one another, when I saw something odd. At first, I thought it was a very large rabbit in the brush. This was enough to pique my interest. I stood up slowly. I'd scared a few bunnies away before, and I crept towards it. When I was about a car length away, creeping closer, I realized that something was wrong. The rabbit lacked a fluffy tail, and as it rose on its back haunches, the forelegs dropped to either side. Instead of sweet little bunny paws, there was the tiny little stumpy hands. The head that reared up didn't have the large ears of a rabbit, but rather a round head covered by a dirty brown cap. Greasy black hair stuck from underneath. It was a tiny, grubby, little man, no taller than a foot and a half. I didn't have much time to observe in silence because the thing swung its beastly little face around towards me, bearing sharp yellow teeth. Its nose was somehow both bulbous and crooked, with ruddy cheeks, its body wrapped in brown rags. It seemed shocked that I could see it. I, I was shocked that I could see it. Just as I was about to hazard a hello towards it, the little thing threw itself towards me, making the strangest, most awful guttural noises, gnashing its teeth as it ran towards me. I was off like a shot, running away as fast as I could, using my uh, comparably longer legs to outpace it. I could now just again see my house past the tree line. I hadn't thought I'd wandered far into the forest, but... 
Now that distance that stretched between me and my home seemed like miles. My foot caught a root and I went sprawling across the ground. The horrible gnome gained on me. And as I was scrambling back to my feet, it managed to grab my ankle. I leapt up and broke its crypt as I sped away. I ran as hard as I could, inching closer to safety. The ground below me disappeared as I leapt over the small creek. Once on the other side, I looked back, expecting to see the thing not far behind. Instead, I saw nothing. Could I have imagined the whole thing? I looked down, and my stomach heaved at the sight of blood. As shock subsided, pain shot up my leg. I saw four long scratch marks, as if by made by a tiny hand. I never saw anything else for the rest of the time we lived there. But I never, ever wandered that far into the woods again. And I still have four little white lines that run over my ankle bone. These scars remind me of what I already know, that what I saw was real.